Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. I missed all of that. And I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Oh my god, I just realized you were wearing a Hocus Pocus shirt. And we do all things spooky on Wednesdays because... I... I... I broke. <laughs> Wednesdays are for podcast, and I changed into my Hocus Pocus shirt because I spilled coffee all over my other shirt. And oh, you know what? I didn't even. Casper didn't know I changed shirts. I, I didn't. And you're also wearing green sweatpants, and this is very <laughs> Christmas to me. And I'm, I'm very bothered by how much Christmas has been in my life today. It this was very, very unintentional. This was very unintentional. Yes. So I found these pants. But you're wearing pumpkin and socks, had so it's just a really big stem. It's, you know, I thought I lost these pants, and then I found them, and I was like, yay! You sound like you're emotional as shit about it. You're like, you know, I thought I lost these pants, and then I found them. For real, though. <laughs> They've been gone for like a year and a half, and they were like randomly in my dad's so attic. you spill, oh, I was like, so you spill coffee on your shirt, and then you're like, I found my pants. No! <laughs> I was like, you know, maybe I should spill oh, coffee oh, on my shirt. My maybe God. I'll buy some this fucking random convers- miracle. This online. conversation is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys are still here, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. And welcome. <laughs> Which would be Mindy and Carl. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I secretly hope it's more than just Mindy. <laughs> Carrie. Okay, alright, that's three. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We got a lot of fans on Twitter that look forward to all oh, to our podcasts. God, all the crazy. It would take me forever to name all y'all amazing people out there. We you love guys you guys. Are awesome. I literally named three people I know personally, so. Um Well actually Yeah, I know them personally. So we are gonna start doing something different. At the beginning of our take two, we are going to start doing something different at the beginning of our episodes because for the first time we've had this podcast for almost two years. It will be two years in January. We have our first big sponsor and they're awesome because not only are they super, super, super sweet, and they have an amazing uh, company, and you know donate to LGBTQ, which is huge for us. Excuse me. Um, they, well, they are gay. They are a very LGBTQ uh, community company. They sell T-shirts, um, and pins, and do they sell stickers too? Uh, no, I think right now it's just, just pins. Pins, yes. Um. Pride, just everything pride. Um, they're called That's So Gay. And I, um, Becky's already bought a shirt from them. I need to get on the fucking road here because, you know, I haven't yet and I need to. But, um. Yeah, it says sounds gay. I'm in. And I can't stop hearing it in Felix's voice. And Felix from Orphan Black. If you guys didn't know. But you should know. Fetch me something, guy. I just hear sounds gay. I'm in like every time. Just like the way he says gay. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it in his voice. Guy, and that just makes it even better. Um, and I'm I'm so happy. Um, I'll give you guys a quick rundown of the company. This is actually on their website. Um, they're based in Denver, Colorado. They were born in early 2020, so this year. 
Um, they're an eco-friendly printing material company that only uses uh, materials that are um, that help reduce the ecological footprint. So being eco-friendly, definitely important. Climate change is a real fucking thing. Um, each piece of clothing is handmade. Um, it's made to ensure high-quality items in your closet are there for a very long time, and you will shine brighter on the days you wear them. Um, and then as far as their donations, they donate specifically to a group um, called the GSA Network. And the GSA Club specifically, um, they're based, I'm trying to find information of where they're based from, because their their website is gsanetwork.org. So you can actually donate to them directly, but there is proceeds of every sale from That Sounds Gay that does go to support GSA Network, which empowers queer and trans youths, um, as stated on their website. And um, yeah, I'm super stoked to be working with this company. Like, I think this is amazing. I love the fact that their shirts are, you know, you can have some that you could wear daily, that you could wear to pride, that you can just wear to be proud of who, of who you are. And even if you're straight and you are just, you know, a supporter of the community, there's still shirts that you can wear. Pump Up the Love is one of the shirts that they wear. Pump Up the Fruit. So I love it. I love it. And, um... There is a specific uh, link that we would really, really, really appreciate you guys using. Um, I have posted it on all of the... Twitter, Instagram. It's in the Instagram bio. It's in my bio as well. Um, Becky Gremlin on Instagram. So it's in my bio. And then if you use the Becky Gremlin code, you get 30% off everything. So um, yeah, they are a really awesome company. We really appreciate having our first official sponsorship and uh and i want to give all the thanks to becky because becky is the one that pretty much figured found out about them and uh pretty much just kind of put this in motion so i really appreciate becky doing that that that's huge because becky's just all of our sponsors (laughs) just (laughs) becky just i mean like, Becky runs the sponsors and I run the socials. That's how it goes. <laughs> well, it's marketing. You know, I'm I'm familiar with a background like that. And also, like, sponsorships are not always easy, especially when you have a certain podcast that's geared toward a certain towards a certain topic. And unfortunately, there's still platforms that are uncomfortable with sponsoring horror podcasts that talk about like true crime and stuff like that. It's still even now such a taboo thing to a lot of sponsors. And we also, to second that, we also didn't just want any sponsor. We wanted ones that we knew would specifically fit the type of format that we have here. Like either something that's horror or something that's LGBTQ friendly because that's something that's very important to Casper and both of us mm-hmm. as part of the community. So this was like, this just couldn't have happened. It was very serendipitous. Yeah, it it's really just, was. It kind of just fell into our laps, which is makes it even more like special. Yeah. So, so guys, please um, click that link in the bio. Um, it's posted everywhere. We will be making announcements at the beginning of every podcast. Um, 
we're probably just going to make up a quick little script to just kind of read to you guys every podcast just so we can bust through it. Yeah. And you guys know. Kind of like we do calm your body down. Yeah. Just just, just a quick one and nail it. Have you guys know, have it for the new listeners and make sure that, you know, we get the coupon code out there too. And guys, you know, like we don't. Nobody wants to think about Christmas because we're still in spoopy mode, but there has been too much Christmas happening today. These are gonna be great. <laughs> these are gonna be great gift ideas. They are like they are <coughs> real. These are gonna be great oh gift ideas. Oh no, and it's 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 no no. It's too early. Um, <laughs> they're gonna be amazing gift ideas. Like, you know, buy something for yourself. Yeah, but if you know if you don't have ideas for for yet, I hope people. God, my ex-mother-in-law would fucking Christmas shop in July. If there's anybody out there that does that, unless you have a family of 18 million people, you are insane. Like, unless you're like the goddamn Duggar family, like, why are you Christmas shopping in July? Like, I... I have something to say to that. I don't. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nope. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in. She was one of these people that like summer. really loved Christmas, though. You know, these people that like want to Christmas decorate in October. Like she did not like Halloween or. So guys, <laughs> make sure <laughs> we to can't go. All be perfect. So yeah. you know, check them out. Like like Becky said, all of them are uh, posted everywhere on all yes. the socials. Um, Sorry, and, I thought we were done. Uh, <laughs> and then remember to use that code Becky Gremlin for thirty percent off. So, also, a word from our other sponsor. Come your buddy down. Ding. I, I was like, I didn't ding. Why I didn't I ding? They're like, wait, I don't... Where's, where's my cue? Um, <laughs> Sorry, the ding is your cue, and I missed it. <laughs> so, guys, uh, just two quick things. Um, the Skull Bath Bombs will officially be gone on Halloween. That is Saturday. So please order them now. Please don't wait until Saturday to order them. (laughs) I would greatly appreciate that. (laughs) Number two, I am so sorry for the delay with the apple cinnamon bath bombs. I had a god-awful allergy. Look, my whole weekend just went to shite. So I'm not even going to get into it, but I did nothing. But especially Sunday, I did nothing but lay in bed and my husband waited on me hand and foot and we watched a bunch of Halloween movies. Like, actual See, this Halloween is why movies. I need a husband. Because when I'm sick... Like, not for anything sexual. You just need them to, like, I need bring a sugar you daddy. They just need you to without bring the sugar. food and put Halloween movies on. Like, I need a sugar daddy without the sugar. Like, it. for someone every month to be like, here's seven grand, how you doing? And I'll be like, I'm great, thank you. Okay, bye, see you next month. And when I'm sick, like, bring me stuff. Just drop it off at the door. And that's it. Drop it off at the door. That's, that's fine. Just leave it. <laughs> Sorry, you guys couldn't see that. That's why I need a husband. But I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise, the apple cinnamon bath bombs are coming this week. I really want to push those out with uh, Thanksgiving and everything coming up. So uh, those will be here Friday. Please buy these skull ones before Halloween if you guys want them. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I've been posting more about the oatmeal honey ones. Um, those are always going to be a staple, but they're really great, especially around this time of year. It's starting to get colder. Oatmeal's a nice, warm, fuzzy, fuzzy thing. Um, and the pumpkin spice ones. So, uh. So I should go buy some oatmeal and then put it in a bath. 
If you have chicken pox, it works. Great. Actually, it does. I have. I've had chicken pox. I have too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't wish that on anyone, especially with everything else that's going on in the world. But just saying. Um. So, uh, calm your body down. Search that on Etsy. It's on the Etsy shop. Um, either calm your body down or see your BD at see your BD on Instagram, calmyourbodydown.com. And that's all I got. Calm your body down. Ooh, that was off. There we go. You're like, ooh. I was like, ooh, that was flat. (laughs) All right, guys. So we're super excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. We decided to get a little spoopy for our haunted location episode. But we also, Halloween is Saturday, so we wanted to talk about Halloween things. So we were like, let's talk about Halloween attractions that are truly haunted. Yeah. So spoopy and spoopy. So it's boo and ooh. Also, really wanted, really excited to do a fun one because holy shit, if you guys haven't listened to our one last week, oh my god, we that's were like still lingering on me. Like I tried to watch other like heavy shit after we did the Dean Coral podcast, and I needed like a few <laughs> days of like not heavy shit, <laughs> like because. That one lingered with me. So if you guys haven't listened to last week's um, about the Houston uh, murders, uh, the Candyman killer, Dean Coral, um, if you like our true crime episodes, it actually is a really great episode because I feel like a lot of people uh, weren't familiar with who he was. But uh, yeah, I am really excited to get into something fun and spoopy because that was some heavy ass it I know, I'm me. like, I am so ready to talk about this. I mean, I normally love our true crime ones, but we have a few. Like, of course, Ted Bundy just sat with me for way too fucking long. But this Dean, that Dean Coral one was like, oh my fucking God. Well, next month won't be <clears throat> so, 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 so Yeah, bad. no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's still bad, but not. Disturbing, bad. but. Yeah, but. A good. Doesn't no, linger. No, not a good disturbing, but. No, uh, doesn't. It's doesn't just literally it, linger under your skin for like three days like that's how i, I mean it kind of gets about, under I mean, your it skin it does fuck i was nodding i walked right but don't say who it is no, you guys will have to wait some of you you know you some, might get that some of you probably already know that was a pretty big hint um but yeah spoopy spoopy and real spoopy <laughs> that was a really big one um, only if people know only if they know some of them are still like the fuck. Some of them are that fuck or fucking John Travolta in Pulp someone's, Fiction. Just someone's like, was that a guinea pig? <laughs> yes, little pigs make that sound. They do. They go. Actually, they're more like. Hold on, I can actually do an impression of a guinea pig really well, especially because I had one. <clears throat> This turned into an ASMR podcast for like <laughs> 10 seconds if any of you needed that. That was really adorable. That's what they, when, when they're not squealing, because it's hard for me to do, they sound like a pig when they squeal. You would think of all the but, of all the pets I've had, I would have had a guinea pig, but I've never had a guinea pig. Guinea pig. pigs are so great. Adorable. They're so great. They're like miniature bunnies. They look cute as hell. <clears throat> they are. 
Alrighty. Anyway, so let's get into the first place. Well, do we just want to run down the list real quick? Yeah, yeah this is just... a good one, especially these first well, few. Well, let's, we... let's just say them as we go so okay. people can be surprised by what we do. Uh, Waverly Hills. That's that where I, I want... I'm sorry. It's so hard not... It's so hard <laughs> not to... To be! Because you're like, Waverly Hills! <laughs> God damn it! And, and Weezer's over here like, no, we that's not what we wrote. We did not intend that's not that what we did, no. at all. Well, you guys, we've talked about Waverly Hills. Yes. Especially, I'm wearing my Waverly Hills shirt right now. We've talked about it in the past. We just went. We sure did. So, yeah, we've talked about it extensively. If you guys don't already know, you can go back and listen to those episodes. But, um, yeah, this is definitely a real haunted location. Um, it was an old tuberculosis sanatorium back in the day that was shut down, and I probably what 70s 80s around that time somewhere i don't know (laughs) the episode Um, yeah go listen to the episode yeah (laughs) um but they not only still do actual paranormal tours where you can have supernatural experiences like the one that casper and i did but um they do an actual haunted uh house every year and we got to see we got to see it that was really well part cool. of it. It was part of it done, but yeah. So uh, mainly on the first floor, the first where the floor, body yeah. shoot is. You can see where it was decorated and the walls were painted. It was even and... decorated in the body shoot. Like, what in the world do they have down there? I don't even want to. I don't even want to go through that haunt. Nope. Because if there's someone, oh my eyes are burning. If, if there's someone at the end of that shoot, nope. that comes running out nope. at you. Like I no. cannot. He's getting punched in the face because we. I will. We got chased out of yeah. there by something yeah. that did run up on us, but it wasn't a boo. Nope. It was a woo. Yep. <laughs> I'm over here like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 <laughs> that single-handedly was one of the most terrifying things that's ever happened to me. And you I know was, what's even more fucked up is I didn't hear scared. the footprints. I didn't hear him, and she's running oh, away. Oh, I did. She's oh, I running, did. and I'm like, like I'm what are sorry. we running for? I'm sorry, but I hear. I, I Why are you running? Why are you running? <laughs> I was straight up just like. I'm dead. Why are you running? I, I heard them. I distinctly heard them. I told my dad about that. He's like, why did y'all messing around? <laughs> Sorry. Well, you're the one that was like, turn off the light. And I was like, are you okay? No. <laughs> I'm telling you something. Something came over me where I wanted so desperately for something to like really, 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 really happen. Oh, you got it. And that never, like, I'm one of these where I'm like, no, I don't want anything to happen. I don't fucking, I don't want to. No, no. But I don't know what I was like. Something. And then the... F- <sighs> Sometimes yeah. I walk up into a place, a haunted place, and I'm like, I don't want to see an apparition. Show me. <laughs> I just knew something was going to happen. I knew if that we was turned that light yeah. off, something was going to happen. And it did. So, from like... April? I think it's April to August. It might be March. They do the overnight haunted tours. And then I think it ends in August, like late August. And in September and October, they turn it into the Halloween attraction. 
Um, but and like I said, we got to see a good portion of that uh, while we were on the first floor. But from what the guy said, I don't think they were doing it this year um, because of obvious reasons. And um, he said it just gets too crowded. So I can only imagine actually going to a haunt. I almost said going to a haunt somewhere actually haunted, but I've, I've been to a haunt that's somewhere actually haunted, but it, it's, it's on our list and I'll tell you which one it is, but it's, it's not one of those like enclosed locations that you're going to experience something at. Um, well, one of them is, but anyway, so it's kind of like, but somewhere haunted like Waverly Hills to go in somewhere like that. For a haunt. Yeah, they actually did announce on October 6th, due to the COVID-19 virus pandemic, Waverly Hills has canceled its annual haunted house. But they will be offering haunted Halloween guided tour reservations only, and that will be this Friday and Saturday night. I kind of want to go on Halloween. That would be pretty dope. It's kind of, it's probably sold out. There's a full moon. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's sold out. There's a full moon. Halloween. Nobody, no virgin light the black flame candle. God damn it. 2020 doesn't need any more. Please. I had to say that because I'm wearing my Hocus Pocus shirt. Please don't. <laughs> God damn it. Don't light that fucking candle. We do not need that right now. Please don't do that right now. I know all of our witch talk right now. All the witches are going crazy. They're like blue, blue full moon on Halloween. Plus, we get an extra hour because you can't turn back the hands of time. I'm sorry. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, if you guys want to know more about, um, I almost said tuberculosis. If you want to know about Waverly Hills, go back and listen to our Waverly Hills episode that we talk about Waverly Hills. And, of course, go back and listen to our episode that we talk about our experiences at Waverly Hills. It's a really, <clears throat> I highly recommend it. Um, I mean, I, I've i talked to, in person and online, a few other, you know, people that are paranormal enthusiasts or actual, like, investigators or really are wanting to get into investigating. And all of them are like, oh, my God, Waverly Hills is on the list. And I'm like, you have to go. You just have to. I mean, I, I'm... I, I had, we had experiences, I had experiences, it's, you, yeah, it's, it needs to be on everybody's list if you haven't gone already. I would like to just throw in there before we go to the next one, because we didn't have this one on our list, but the Ohio State Reformatory also does haunts. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, well, I don't know if they do them in the reformatory, but do you remember that building that they had off to the side? I think they do. And she was like, yeah, we use that for the haunts. I don't know if they do it on the on the actual building building, but there's something to the side that they do for Halloween. Gotcha. Um, but that, that's another one, like just like Waverly, very haunted. Um, and then of course if they, whatever they do for their haunt, I didn't really get a lot of information on that one, <clears throat> but go there anyway for the real spoofs because it goes. I would want to go though. I wouldn't mind it. I would. I want to go there. Either. I want to go back there so bad. It's ridiculous. Um, so the next, <clears throat> so the next one we're going to talk about is actually Dent's Schoolhouse, which a lot of people from around the, the country come to because it's one of the top rated, uh, scary or, uh, Halloween haunts in the country, actually. 
and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm <laughs> That's so terrible of me to say, but their Christmas haunt is dope. I I love the Krampus haunt. Look, that that one that one I have never gone to any of the other ones and that was like my first official haunted house. I I've, I've told my haunted house experience story a thousand times. I'm not telling it again, but that was basically my first haunted house and that Krampus one was the shit. Let me tell it you. It was very the, good. The look, just the attention to detail that they put into it. They look, they, this is not some crappy cheapo they went to party city and just <laughs> threw some shit in spirit halloween and just threw some bullshit together like this is a real deal you can tell someone put their heart and soul into really decorating this this place and really really making sure that each room that you enter into has a specific theme and that that theme is is strong and it I was so distracted by how amazing everything looked. That was so I, funny. I couldn't get scared. I was up. I, was I legit over here like, was not scared, and I. It, I, mean, I was it is, over here it like scary. I want to. I want to decorate my house like this. I don't want to tell people it's not scary because I don't want to give the impression. If you're if you're a scaredy cat and you like and you're scared of jump scares like that kind of scary oh she cat, was laughing it'll at scare, me it'll scare the fuck out of you because there's a lot of like loud noises that's and what does it that's what does it to a lot of people. But uh, I was laughing so hard at other people and so distracted. I mean, I'm walking into rooms like, oh my god, this! Is, and the actors are looking at me like, bitch, you're supposed to be scared. I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, that one room where they had the icicles from the ceiling, that, that room was, was gorgeous, beautiful, gorgeous. I was, so and I was like, so I literally distracted. want when you open the door to my house, I want this. I want this like in in the foyer. I want this. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's legit. Like there were parts of it where I'm like, I would like this as home decorum. Like I would decorate. <laughs> now I do have to say, I haven't been to the Halloween haunt for a few years. It could be better by now, which seeing how much heart they put into Krampus, it's probably better now. I didn't care for it when I went the first time. I didn't, I just didn't think it was that great. It wasn't bad. I've been to, uh, you know, bad ones, but that one wasn't, it's too, it's too hyped. People hype it too much. And then you go and you're like, okay. <laughs> so the Halloween one may be better now. Uh, but supposedly, and you know what's crazy about this place is the way that they have it set up. When, you, when you're when you looking at it from the outside, it looks very small. Like, oh, let the me building tell you, looks I had so small. No, I had no idea what all was inside because it looked, I'm thinking, is this really good? Are we literally going to walk into two rooms? Like, yeah, <laughs> and it's just, or they're going to be like really cramped and you get in there and you're like, holy shit, well, there's what a lot of room in here. I Well, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get that kind of cramped. Actually, I don't like either kind of cramps. <laughs> I don't like any cramps. I just don't, I don't like, like cramps. Any, I don't like cramps. <laughs> Anyhow. There's our new shirt idea. Hashtag, I don't like cramps. Spelled with a K. I don't like any cramps. Um. So, supposedly, though, this building is actually haunted. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's any, is there, oh, you have all the info. Because on their website, it does say that it was a, it was a public school that opened in 1894. Yep. And, uh, so it taught all the grades from kindergarten through 12th. Uh, it was the ideal establishment to send the local school children. The school was equipped, by the way, guys, this is called the Dent Gazette. Uh, this is where I'm getting my source from. And if anybody wants to know specifically where Dent, Ohio is, it is a really tiny town. Like you blindly miss it. On what would be considered the west side of Cincinnati, <laughs> meaning that Cincinnati is in the southwestern, pretty much the southwesternmost tip of Ohio, if you're looking at a map. So when you're looking at Cincinnati to the west, West of Cincinnati, like you're going, basically like you're going towards Indiana, would be where Dent is in the uh, 275 loop, as most people in Cincinnati will will so graciously know. Um, yeah, you would be heading heading west. Oh, I'm sorry. This is actually Fright Site. It's called FrightSite.com. The Dent Gazette. So the school was successful and thought highly upon, but in 1942, several students known for their disruption in the classroom mysteriously vanished. They were last seen at the public school. <clears throat> the Dent police began an investigation and came to the conclusion that they must be runaways. What is with police thinking that kids are just runaways? Can we I'm, talk about that I'm for a second? Flashbacks to last week. <laughs> Jesus. So two years later, in 1945, four students went missing in October. Local police were baffled as to what was happening to the students. Rumors started to spread that the local children disappearing had something to do with the school. The school remained as normal, but rumors kept coming out with the missing kids. It wasn't until 52 when three more students were not seen after school. Students in the public school began to complain about a strange smell that was coming from the basement. When Charlie, the head of the janitorial services, was asked about the smell, he said it was the pipes clogging up. After a couple weeks, the smell subsided, but new rumors spread that Charlie the janitor had something to do about the local kids' appearances. In October of 55, more than seven students vanished without a trace. The local kids complained about a smell that was coming from the basement that was actually causing children to pass out. Community members of Dent rallied together and stormed into the Dent Public School. They, the angry mob burst down, bust down the large doors of the schoolhouse and proceeded to go to the basement. The local rioters were shocked at the grisly sight that was strung throughout the janitor's basement. The basement was covered with the decaying remains of missing students. Bodies had been sealed in barrels wedged behind the brick walls of the basement and left in sanitary tubs to decay forever. A search for the janitor went over two weeks, but he was never found. The school was closed shortly after discovery. The old schoolhouse is now said to be haunted with roaming spirits of the children that were taken care of by the janitor. Rumors are that the janitor came back after several years of the school being closed. His body was never found, but his spirit is still said to clean, to the, to clean the old building. The spirit is also said to have taken care of local trespassers that try to sneak a peek at his home in the basement. <clears throat> yeah, I actually just, I, I happened to find a, um, it's strange, there is a old uh, Cincinnati Inquirer. Um, of course, I would also like to reiterate that that story is actually not 100% true. This is speculation of why it's haunted haunted um i just wanted to point that out because it actually does say on here it says find out what actually happened <laughs> so yeah so there's there's no um oh i'm sorry this this article isn't from last year it's actually from this year my apologies um so the owners of the building said that um 
they've been trying to find records of any history of the school, but they're inconclusive. And the Inquirer has no archive stories about the missing children or Charlie. Um, it does state that it was built in 1894, that it was a schoolhouse, originally two rooms with an addition built in 1912, according to a Cincinnati Enquirer article from 1949. And that also in 1949, the Dent Public School and South Road schools closed. So students from both of those schools were moved to a different school that is now a part of a uh, local school district on the west side called Oak Hills. Um, Enquirer stories show that in 1951, <clears throat> Dent, the property was sold at auction. So that would kind of do away with the 1955. They broke in and found the dead kids in the basement if, if it was auctioned off in 1951. So it sounds like more or less the school closed in 1949 because uh, there was a bigger school built that became a part of a bigger school district, which kind of makes more sense. A lot of that stuff happened in the 50s. This is around, you know, baby boomers, more kids are being born, guys coming back from war, you know, schools start to move because there's more kids occupying them. Um, so it was actually converted into a uh, machine shop that operated until the late 80s. Um, actually, you can still see the faded letters of Suburban Machine Company across Dent Schoolhouse. I happened to not notice that, but it was also pitch dark when we went. So it was I pretty did, dark. I didn't notice. Um, uh, the old school became a haunted house in 97. Uh for WEBN, of all things, it's a local radio station here in Cincinnati. Uh, it was run by the Boy Scouts of America, and then it was bought by the current owners in 2006. Um, so yeah, it's it's a nice little, uh, even if the story isn't true, I, I like the Freddy Krueger-esque aspect of it. Um, I think that makes it even more creepy. Um, they actually do offer, you know, it is a building that was built in 1894. Who knows? It could be legitimately haunted. They do offer actual paranormal tours every Wednesday in October that you have to book ahead of time. And I did just read on their website that they are going to be following every COVID-19 state mandate for the state of Ohio. And they are open. Yeah, um, they are open. They only have one ticket left for Halloween night. Um, so I'm assuming if they're going to be open for Halloween, they will be doing the Krampus Christmas attraction this year as well. Um, but that's really cool. I'm glad they were able to open this year. Um, I hope they do well. It sounds like they're, you know, everybody is obviously going to have to wear a mask. <laughs> Everything's been disinfected. Uh, they have different teams executed to make sure that groups are completely social distanced. Um, none of the actors touch you anyway or come very close to you and all the actors are going to be wearing masks and they're going to incorporate that into the... Uh, From what someone told me, some of them to the attraction. wearing face shields. Well, I mean, I kind of... Well, this kind of goes into the next one that we did. I kind of like the incorporation of... Especially when it's something like with a janitor. You know, he's cleaning. So it's like even creepier that you could have Charlie out with a mask on, like coming to clean everything. I mean, there's something to that element that, yes, you're staying safe, but you're still adding to how, you know, re how scary it is. Also incorporating the story too. So I, I like that. If they do that, and it looks like from pictures on the website that they are kind of kind of doing that. They, they show Charlie with a mask on and gloves. And so there's an element of that that I think makes it, makes it scary. Um, 
And I know we're kind of skipping one, but I, I kind of like that segue into Penthurst Asylum. I know we're, I know we're skipping over one, but, uh, advertisements that I've seen for Penthurst Asylum's haunted house this year, they're, they're doing the same thing. They're having like a plague doctor with like a face shield and a mask on. He comes out with gloves and he like sprays people with hand sanitizer as they're waiting oh my in God, line. That's hilarious. And I'm like, isn't that a, and it's, and scary. Like it's adding an element to, to something that you're, again, you're staying safe, but you're also adding to that element of spoopy. So um, I would also like to say how ironic it is that I smelled alcohol in Waverly this year. I know, right? Like rubbing alcohol, not drink alcohol. Like no, rubbing actually alcohol. And that's, rubbing that's alcohol. a very distinctive smell. That's a disinfectant, so. Get some disinfectant, get some iodine. Ah. So surprisingly, guys, we have never done an episode on Penthurst Asylum yet. And I hate that because. Well, that I guess we've figured out what that. we're doing before the end of the year. Yes, we gotta do that. Um. <laughs> So it was at one time a state mental institution in Pennsylvania, and after geez, decades of controversy, it closed down in 1987. Um, so the way that God, that picture I is gorgeous. Out, God, when are we them, going here? <laughs> when crazy. are we going here? So I found out about Penhurst Asylum. Um, and I obviously watched this much later on, but there was a, uh, five part series released in 1968 called Suffer the Little Children. Um, it was hosted by a, uh, NBC affiliate by the name of Ball Baldini or Bill Baldini. And, um, it was the most horrific thing I had ever seen in my life. They literally had children naked on the floor, chained to each other, grown children that obviously had mental impairments in cribs for babies, in soiled diapers, or just naked, soiled. They were completely overrun and understaffed, and these these children and these people were it it was just, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. Uh, later on in, and you would think even after this being released that something would happen, but no, um, it wasn't until, like I said, that was in 1968 and this fucking hospital didn't close in 19, until 1987. In 1983, nine employees were indicted in court for, uh, literally beating patients that, were mentally disabled. Oh God, no, not that kind of beating. Um, no, no but I they should fucking beat it. Yeah, those people were fuck off, were assholes. So yeah, that's how I found out about uh, Penthurst Asylum. I just spit um, all over my phone. <laughs> I was like, fucking assholes, spit. So we don't want to get into too much detail about the history because, like we said, we are we're gonna do a whole episode, do about, episode it. about this place. But um, that's yeah. the general the general consensus. I of... swear, most of these places, that's pretty much what happens. They start off with Bullshit. all the best intentions, and then the state stops giving them money, and then they become understaffed. But they keep sending more and more and more fucking people there, and then finally, after God knows how many fucking years, somebody steps in and goes, "Oh my God." 
all these patients are being abused. This place is terrible. And then they just shut it the fuck down. So now you have all these people that are out of work. And then even more importantly, you have all these patients that have nowhere to go. So, so yeah. it's only like $100 to stay the night there, but it's nine Damn. hours away. Hey, you know, we've done work. If we, if, I mean, we did drive to Massachusetts. If we did it, we just have to stay the night. So, of course, Excuse they do lot of me. And, oh my God. I'm sorry, I don't know what's happening. It's okay. There's just a whole lot going on. Um, so, yeah, they do haunted tours and, of course, the uh, haunted house attraction that they're doing this year. And I'm looking at their, they still have tickets. Um, and they're not, I mean, they're a little high. Uh, you're, you're looking at, like, at least 50, 60, 70 bucks. But... You're in an actual haunted asylum. Yeah, this place looks You have to look at it that huge. way. Like, you can't you can't look at it like... You pay, like, $50 to go to Land of Illusion. That's ridiculous to me. Paying $50 to walk into an actual haunted location like this with the history that it oh, has... Oh, if you guys didn't know, Land of Illusion is a local haunted oh, yeah, sorry. house in Middletown, I say Ohio. it like everyone knows what I'm talking That's about. That's okay. Well, I mean, if anybody <laughs> didn't listen to our... Um, Oh, God, help. Um, God, help. <laughs> I am so sorry, Andy. Uh, Andy's movie. Oh, Fun I am House so Massacre. sorry. Jesus, my brain. Andy, I'm so sorry. Um, if you Andy guys, also listens to our podcast. I know he does. I'm so sorry. Um, if somebody listened, if anybody went back and listened to that episode, uh, you'll obviously hear us mention Land of Illusion because that's where they shot the movie. But um, I just wanted to make sure I threw it out there in case anybody didn't know the reference. I'm so sorry. That was funny. I'm like, help. You're like, God help. And I'm like, God, help. (laughs) It's me, Margaret. Um, It's me again, Margaret. (laughs) So the next one is Eastern State Penitentiary, which... They actually call their haunt Terror Behind the Walls. You know, I think we we mentioned that. I think we did when we, when did we did talked about We also yeah. have done an episode on this place, so go back and listen to that for the full history. And this place is also in Pennsylvania. No, so, I just yeah, realized Penhurst we've sticked and we've Eastern sticked State stuck 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 to stuck. Ohio and Pennsylvania for the, of, for all of these. A lot of East Coast. It's all Ohio. We're, and we're moving the other way we're, here. We're not just like segregating you to one specific area. We're like let's move from Ohio to Pennsylvania, and that's it. And then move right back. Um, <clears throat> terror behind the walls is canceled, so there is no terror behind the walls at the penitentiary this that will year. Not be happening this year. Yeah. So so far, which ones have we said will not be this one this year? And Waverly. And Waverly will not yes. be having any attractions. But yeah. Dense is open. Waverly and so is in Kentucky. They will not be opening. Oh yeah, that's right. We did Kentucky too. We well, did sort of a tri-state. Kind of the same. But same. Uh, Dense in Ohio will be opening. Eastern State and Pennsylvania will not be opening. And uh, or Terror Behind the Walls and uh, Penhurst Asylum <clears throat> will be opening. So, Eastern State Penitentiary, if you guys don't know much about it, like we said, we did a whole episode on it, but um, it was a former prison in Philadelphia. It is, um, it was open from 1829 until 1971. 
And if you guys have not heard of that Ghost Hunters episode where they went That is a great episode. That is single-handedly the most terrifying apparition I have ever seen caught on film. And I'm going to need all of y'all to go find it. Oh, that's the one where that went up to the camera and run away, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Hell no. To the no. no. Hell no. 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 Um... Yeah, but I, de- I mean, I, I don't want to see that thing, but I want to go there. <laughs> but I don't want to I mean, that. to be honest with you, if I saw an apparition, which I want to, I wouldn't mind it coming right up on me and then running away. Because I'd want it to run away. Because I'd be like, run <laughs> the fuck away. Because one of us is running the fuck away. Because one <laughs> of us is running. We ain't just going to be standing there. We ain't just going to be like, hey, how you doing? Well, let me, Hey, little mama, <laughs> let me whisper in the ear. It ain't going to be that <laughs> shit. No. <laughs> Do you even have ears? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Are you all bloody veins? Like all bloody veins? Oh are you God. like Night of the Living Dead under there? Could you imagine? Like all just bloody like veins all and pus? Just walking around? Like what the fuck? Oh, like just veins running Just around? veins? That would be so scary. Like you lift up a sheet and it's just straight up veins walking around. It's literally like the science, the science um, picture of all the arteries. That the, is scary as a fuck. bodies exhibit back in the day oh like, yeah they show you like what your actual like veins and yeah, arteries imagine, imagine like imagine that, that thing just busts around. out the glass and just starts oh my god it's close to mid <laughs> <laughs> and then the veins are like now i have 13 going on 37 anyway <laughs> that's terrifying someone capitalized that on that idea and make it a film oh my god that um, really is legit scary so yeah, that where what were we talking? Oh yeah, apparitions. I was like, what the fuck were we even talking we went about? Off into veins. <laughs> so yeah, if 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 a fucking apparition, I want to see one. I want to see an apparition so bad, but I'm like, you come up on me, one of us gonna be running. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't want to feel your icicle breath on my no. nose. No, no. Your breath smells bad. You've been dead for years. Yeah. Social distance, ghost. I don't know. If <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but I, I mean, you probably can't get corona, but still, you better get. Could you imagine getting people. getting corona from a spirit? <laughs> and you have to tell that to your doctor. I would not advise telling that to Once your doctor. Once upon a time, not long ago, I was a hoe. You <laughs> might get signed into a twenty-four hour involuntary uh, hold. If you tell your fucking doctor that you got COVID from a ghost, you might look. <laughs> you might be entitled to financial compensation. Your doctor may, yeah. You may end up with way more troubles than that. They're going to be like, yeah, we're going to need a. Your doctor's going to be like, yeah, that's great. Um, security. Observation security. For, we're going to have you under a little observation for 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> Excuse me, doctor. I got COVID from a ghost. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to need to be locked up. I have a specific nurse. Yes. Yes, thank you. I had to. Good Once time. upon a time, not long ago, I was a hoe. Oh, I love Shit. It. <laughs> she dropped her phone. You said there's ratchet and I got all. Oh, <laughs> phone. 
Just gone. Everything. Kill me. Just out of here. Anyway, so... Um, I was going to say, I can go into this one since I have a little bit more information yes, about you, it. You, did you hear that? I said, you're like, yes. 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 <laughs> It's close to mid. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's going to be in everybody's fucking head now. Um, Asylum 49 is the name of the haunted attraction, but it is actually in the old Tuula Hospital, which is in Utah. Uh, I found out about this place from a, I think it was in 2011, uh, season four episode of Ghost Adventures. At the time that they went there, it was still... Um, it was, I'm sorry, it was no longer the old Tooele Hospital. It was actually running half as the haunted attraction at Asylum 49, and the other half of it was still a running nursing home, which is insane to me, because you have, it's a real haunted place where people are still dying in, and it has a haunted attraction. Like, that It's just still apparently me. open. It says Medical West, Mountain West Medical Center, and they have an emergency room that's open 24 hours. Appointment is not required. Okay, now that might be, did you just, did you just search Tooele Hospital? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is where they moved patients after the old hospital left. That was the new hospital that was Got built. it. Yes. Got it. Just wanted to clarify that. Because the old building where the old hospital is is still there, and that's where Asylum 49 is. Um, because Ghost Adventures went back in 2017. Around that time is when the nursing home had shut down, so they actually had free reign of the entire building this time, where they didn't before. And what was really interesting is a nurse that they interviewed back in 2011 spoke to them again in 2017 and said that she actually lost her job after participating in that interview for that episode because the administration didn't want anything getting out that in the nursing home that patients and nurses that worked there were seeing apparitions <clears throat> and that they were having all these mysterious deaths and the deaths would always happen in threes. It would literally be like three people in the same day. If they had a death in the morning, they knew there was going to be a death that afternoon and another death before the day was over. That is insane. I mean, that's how celebrity deaths happen. But you notice you, that? Yeah. How they, they happen do. in threes. But I just I just think with this place specifically, because it was an old hospital where people actually died, and then people are still dying there. Right. And it's this haunted attraction. And it's really haunted. Like this whole place is just insane. Um, so I'm gonna give I found something on Instagram on a site uh, a page called Inside at Inside Mystery on Instagram. Um, so first it'll give some information about the hospital and then some other information in the comments about what people have reported being, uh, haunted there. So it was known as the old Tooele hospital, like I said, now Asylum 49, and it is still to this day, a big paranormal hotspot in Utah. The building is one of the strangest places in the world. In the early 1910s, as the population of the town Tooele, uh, Utah grew, the uh, then it was actually a manor, so it was actually a home at one time. Became a hospital and was extremely underfunded and did not have a morgue. I distinctly remember them talking about this in Ghost Adventures. It had no morgue. All of the bodies were shoved into an unrefrigerated room until a coroner was able to come and sign death certificates. So could you imagine how many hundreds 
of dead bodies are just stacked and pushed into one room. Just no refrigeration, nothing. Um, residents have experienced more than their fair share of paranormal activity too. Um, this is this is after it uh, half started running as a retirement home. Um, they would report seeing small children uh, mm. who are not actually there. This was usually a sign that one of the residents was soon going to pass away. Other believe that they weren't children at all, but actually demons, which is very common. We've discussed that extensively. So in the comments, it states that three apparitions have been specifically spotted in the hospital. The first is a nurse in white that many residents have claimed to see. When nurses come in to see the residents, they tell them that a nurse has already been there to help them. A second is the apparition of a man in black. That And this is one that that nurse talked about. There was a specific room that she hated going into because the man in black was always seen and it was always around three o'clock in the morning. So nurses hated working that night shift. And the last one was a little girl. They talk about her a lot in the episode. She is believed to be the one the one that visits hospital, that would visit residents before they passed away. So it was either the nurse or the little girl mm. um, that would visit them before they died. But now, even to this day, because I do remember them talking about that in the 2011 episode, they saw the little girl in the 2017 episode, they still see the little girl in the haunted house part of it. Oh, yeah. So even people that have gone through the haunted attraction will see this little girl. She's all over the place. And think she's a part of the attraction, and she's not. Because there were never any children that died in this hospital. Like, that was one thing that makes specifically clear. So it's not like, and it, it wasn't a child's hospital or school or anything. So, like, they're, that's what I'm saying. Like, we've, we've discussed this enough that if it isn't a place where there would be a rational explanation that there would be a child spirit, it's a demon. It's a demonic entity and it's going to present itself in the most innocent thing possible which would be a small child typically a little girl usually it's usually a little girl with like blonde hair ringlets or brunette hair and like a white dress and she looks like a little doll and she it's it's a very unassuming figure that someone who wouldn't normally be trained or know that type of thing would think that it was just some you know innocent spirit of a little girl in actuality it's it's a demon Nope. So, no, yeah. thank you. This place, holy shit. Now, was that um, one open? I need to check on that one cuz I I did not look I did not look that one up admittedly. Um From what I saw on the Ghost Adventures episodes, it looked like a pretty looked like a pretty cool haunt. Um and then obviously the last episode was 3 years ago, so I'm sure they've probably added more <laughs> on to it. Um they do have a Facebook page and a website. Again, like I said, this is in Tooele, Utah. Um, and it looks like they are going to be open this year. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Oh, no, 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 wait, no contact. Okay, so obviously they have like an extreme Yes, no, of- no, yes, yes. Well, no. I hate when they say no contact. I know, right? I'm like, wait. You're like, I just need a yes or no answer, please. So no. (laughs) The no contact thing means, obviously, there's part of the haunt where people come close enough. Because there are some haunts that do, like, extreme haunts where people come close enough or within inches of you or actually do touch you. So apparently this one did at one time do that. 
they will not be doing that this year. Uh, you know, social distancing, having to wear masks and all that. So there are going to be COVID-19 mandates. Uh, but apparently this year they are going to be open. Um, and it looks like tickets are only 25 bucks. It's not bad. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, like so... I said, I, the only parts of it that I, that I saw uh, were on that uh, Ghost Adventures episode. Uh, I don't know how much... They didn't show much of the actual haunt itself, I think, in the second episode, but the first one they did. You know, and they incorporate the whole hospital aspect of it, uh, people in scrubs and the whole thing. So, again, if they, I don't see any current pictures, but, um, like, they had of, uh, like, Penhurst, but if they somehow incorporate that into the haunt, too, since people are in scrubs, they're wearing masks and stuff, like, that would be cool, too. I don't want no scrubs. Same. Um, <laughs> so the last place on our list, can you check and see if they're open? Because I, I couldn't. I will do that. Um, the last place on our list is huge, known all over the country. People come all over the country in the summer. People come all over from the country in the, in the fall. And now that they've got their winter fest back, I'm sure people, well... They brought it back last year, and unfortunately, that's probably not going to happen this year. But <laughs> actually, yeah, I think they did announce that they are not going to have their Christmas. Um, yeah, I the, couldn't remember if they announced if they were open for the haunt or not. The haunt is did not open this. Did year. not. No, Kings Island did not open this year. Kings Island. Um, a lot of people from everywhere come to Kings Island. Uh, we live about twenty five minutes away from it. I used to truly enjoy going to Kings Island's Haunt, but at this point, obviously this year it's not happening, but the last time I went, it was so crowded, and by so crowded, I mean four-hour waits for every house. Which is probably the biggest reason why they decided not to do it this year, because... Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> it was it's that long of waits for the rides, too. Like, there you can't... It's just too many people. And I used to really love going to that haunt. But if I if if I had the gold pass, just going in there for the atmosphere, yeah, absolutely. I, I would, I'd love doing that. But to buy a $40 ticket to go in there and get to do absolutely nothing, I they're just way too cramped. Anyway, Ghost Hunters did an episode at Kings Island, actually. <laughs> um, and yeah, I this found, was some years ago. That one was really that crazy. Was, that was good. So I'm going to read you guys a little a little premise here from um, Ohio Haunted Houses. Kings Island Amusement Park opened its doors in 1972 and is rumored to have the Dog Street Cemetery on its premises. Most witnesses believe the hauntings come from those who accidentally died at the park, like the 1976 occurrence where a Lyon County safari ranger was killed by a lion or Black Sunday in 1992 when a man and his friend his friend and security guard were electrocuted in a fountain that apparently had some unknown electrical problems. I remember when that happened. A woman who was on the <clears> nearby <throat> flight commander turned to look at all the commotion in the fountain and fell out of her harness, plunging to her death. The ghost of a little girl in period blue dress, she's known as Tram Girl, has been seen around the parking lot or admissions area after hours. A little boy ghost who goes by the name of Racer Boy has also been seen wearing white near the racer coaster. The boy is believed to be attached to some of the racer cars that originally belonged to a Coney Island ride called Shooting Star, on which a little boy was found dead on the tracks after falling from the ride. The Eiffel Tower is haunted by the ghost of Tower Johnny, 
who had been visiting the park in 1983 on a grad night event when he fell down an elevator shaft while exploring the restricted areas of the tower. Today, he is to blame for the electrical issues and employees call unexplained trip sensors Johnny's. I highly suggest going to watch the Ghost Hunters episode of this of this one. Um, it's very good. When you guys first walk in, that big thing that says Kings Island, that is a huge like restaurant type area that a lot of places like companies will go to for companies. for conferences. It's for, a big yeah. like conference center, um, a place for like just dinners big meeting places and... to have big dinners. That is reportedly haunted yeah. as well. And then on the train, I think that's why they call her Tram Girl. That little yeah. girl is seen around the um, the little old towny village that you ride through. When you ride through on the train, there's like a little village, and they turn it into a haunted thing when it's when it's the haunt. Um, but their haunt, honestly, if you've never been there, I highly suggest going to the haunt and getting the uh, the VIP thing that puts you at the front of the lines because their haunts are fun. They they really are. They have like a, a wax museum. They have a corn maze now, which is my personal favorite. They have a Kmart that they call Z-Mart, I think, and it's zombies. Uh, you can ride the, the rides. Uh, the Beast is very popular around the haunt. Um, so all around, it's a great experience, but... I've never experienced anything at Kings Island, but, you know, I'm there with 70 billion people, so it's kind of hard to feel spiritual things when you're around 70 billion people. I would really like to go to Kings Island when no one's there. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's something that you would have to... Yeah. <clears throat> if there's any chance of experiencing any there that... Anything there that would be considered paranormal. Um, it was actually back in 2012 that... Uh, ghost hunters went to, uh, Kings Island. Um, and for some reason, I think I remember them actually finding that cemetery. Um, wasn't it behind, isn't it really close to where it's where the, the Whitewater the, Canyon is? That, because yeah. that's why they say it's so haunt. It's, it's really haunted back. See, I even remember hearing this when I was a kid. Cause mm-hmm. I was in 92, I was like seven or eight. So I remember, when that thing happened with the electrical thing and the lady fell out and there was always, and see that's back over in that part of the park too. So, um, cause there's nothing but woods back there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they say that part of it. It's, I mean, that's, that's literally been something that's been known since I was a kid that that back part of the park was always haunted. And I never, I never knew why. I didn't know anything about the cemetery or anything like that until years later. This place is it's also in really close relation to the Peter Cartridge Gunpowder Factory in Mason, Ohio that we yep. talked we did an episode about early on. Um, I wish we knew someone that worked there so we could a lot of get there, like be there and do an investigation without I know, right? Everyone else there. Like that would be neat if they just offered that. <laughs> like yeah, like even if cool. even like, if you wanted us to pay for it, I wouldn't give a shit. I'd love to go did, there. Like, actual overnight haunts. Overnight haunts. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally that. that would be awesome to do that at Kings Island. Hey, at Kings Island. Hey, we should we should pitch that. I mean, for real? <laughs> Excuse me. Um can can I talk to your manager? Yes. 
Karen. Sorry to be a Karen, but I have a really fucking good idea that would make you so much money. <laughs> Even more money that you already make. And please don't make the tickets outrageous. Like you no, make your regular like park tickets. That. Well, it's- apparently this year, um, they're doing some other type of trick or treat thing. I think I remember hearing like about a that. Da- uh, which they usually do anyway every year. Like in the daytime, they have more of like a kid, yeah, family friendly trick or treating type of thing, and they have you know characters and kids come in dressed up in costumes. They pass out candy. Um, so obviously there's going to be COVID-19 state mandates with that as well, but that is what they're doing this year. They aren't having any of the uh, haunt attractions uh, open or anything like that. So the actual haunt that they normally do, that will not be back until next year. That Maybe. Be. We don't know. You know, this whole time we're talking about Kings Island, my brain goes, Coney has a yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, fucking Coney Island. And I'm like, we're not talking about Coney Island. <laughs> I'm like, literally in Cincinnati, people would only know what that is. Coney has it. Coney has it. I feel like they do that Coney has it shit because of Coney's. Oh, yeah. Skyline. Well, I mean. Anyway. Were there any other places? It's actually funny because there was a lot of rides. Coney Island actually used to have a lot more rides than what it did. And a lot of rides from Coney Island went to Kings Island. So it was funny. That it's kind true. Of yep. After Paramount sold it to, um, who did Paramount sell it to? Didn't they, uh, the people that own Cedar Point, yeah. right? They sold it to Cedar Park. Cedar, that there Cedar we go. Parks Cedar, owns it there we now. Go. Okay, that's, I'm so sorry. I had a brain fart there for I was like, myself. I was like, Cedar Park owns them now. Yeah. Man, I miss when Paramount owned them and you Same. walked around. First of all, the kids' area was Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And don't get My me wrong. My whole childhood. Don't get me wrong. I like Peanuts, but they had SpongeBob. <laughs> and I lived for that. Um, also, they renamed a lot of their rides really strange names. Mm-hmm. I am glad they brought back the old antique cars. That was huge for me, because that was a huge thing when I was a kid. Um... But anyway, Kings Island's great. Honestly, for an amusement park, you guys should go visit if you haven't. Make a make a time to take a trip there. It's it's dope. It's a great amusement park, especially if you're an adrenaline junkie. The Diamondback is for you, not for me. <laughs> I threw up when I got off that ride. I have a lot of spine problems. I will more than likely never be able to get on a roller coaster again. Not to mention the fact. I'm very nostalgic about certain things and Kings Island is literally nothing like it used to be when I was a kid and I know I sound like an old fart but I'm gonna sound like an old fart for half a second it is literally nothing like it was when I was a kid everything about it changed and it is I am gonna throw this out there to you guys if if you're into roller coasters yeah you know if you're an adrenaline junkie but I'm gonna tell you right now and this is solely my opinion and I'm sorry to throw this out there I think it is ridiculously overpriced. Ridiculously overpriced. She's not wrong. 
I not mean, wrong. Just you to come get... in. Okay, there's all these passes and all that bullshit, but I'm talking about if you're literally from out of town, yes. you want to come in for one day because you're into roller coasters and that's it. For the parking, for a fucking ticket, for the food. Oh, and if you're only coming for one you. day, you have to get the, uh, what are those called? Those passes. I don't, honey, I literally have not been to They're Kings basically in years. VIP passes. Line jumpers, thirty to forty more dollars. Yeah. If you want the jump, the line derp. D- Whoa! Basically, by the basically after they tack on every type of price you can, you have been raped with a baseball bat full of nails with no lube whatsoever. So and it is really not worth parking. The is like I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I hate that this is literally turned into like a. Let's just bash fucking Kings no, Island. No, no, no. If I'm you're sorry, adrenaline like, junkie, this this place is for you, 100%. It is going to so be high. there's so many better parks out there um, with better roller coasters that are bigger in the money. Go to Cedar Point. Please go to Cedar Point. I'm <laughs> telling you, for real. If you are a real adrenaline junkie and you're in Ohio... Do not go to Kings Island. Go to Saint, go to Cedar Point. I'm sorry to shit on Kings Island like that, but I've just see. I've just, I like I've just Kings heard, Island still. The thing is, though, I've heard over the years how expensive it but has gotten, and it is literally they tack on for fucking everything. everything. And I'm like, suck my dick. It's not worth it. I'm by sorry. The time, it's not. By the time you get your ticket, you've parked. You get your VIP. You've paid about 150 bucks. Yep. She's not lying. Because the ticket alone is 50, 60, depending on whatever it is. We're parking just is about the reality. Parking is about $20. Kings now. Island will never be a sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> That's fine. We might get um, sued. They're going to hate us. So no, because much, like though. in all reality, we're just it speaking is, the facts. Go on their fucking website and don't tell you how much their ticket prices are. It so. is as expensive as a Disney park. Yeah, and it's not It really Disney, is. And it ain't motherfucking Disney. I'm going to tell if you that was, right the fuck now. If it was still Paramount, it'd be worth it. Yeah, it would be. Honest <laughs> to God. Like back in the... See, after all that, it... Um, Cedar Park bought it, so you're paying Cedar Park prices, and it is not Cedar Point, and that is all I'm gonna say. They should have they should have backed off a little bit with that stuff because Kings it. Island's a really big amusement park that gets a lot of attention, but it and was doing just fine. The reason the the main reason why I'm bitching, and I don't even have kids, I'm bitching for people who have kids. Because when my parents took me when we were kids, you were able to go to Kings Island on a budget. That is non-existent now if you have mm-hmm. children. Non-existent. You will spend $300 in a fucking day if you have kids. I guarantee you. Or more. That's low. Or more. <laughs> so basically to yeah. get, I think it's three Three years to five hundred dollars probably. I think it's three years old. Yes, if you're three or higher, you have to have a gold pass to get in. Lie about your kids' ages like my dad did when we my went to Disney My sister did World. it, too. Um, I was because seven when I was actually 12. Lie about your kids' ages. <laughs> because now it's all over $1,000 for my sister. Oh, fuck you. To kid. get passes no. for her, her husband and their my kids. My dick! See what I'm... That, I'm sorry. That was loud. People are... If anybody was listening to that on here, I hope y'all wouldn't listen to that. Because I said dick it really is just, loud. I'm so sorry. It is just... It's, it sucks. 
You can't fucking... It's not worth it. Take your kids... If you have three or more children, take them to goddamn Disney World. Do not... Do not pay those prices to go to Kings Island. I beg you. If anyway, you want to go for the experience, go. I'm just sorry. Go. I'm sorry. I just bashed. We just bashed the fuck out of Kings Island. I am I've so I've been sorry. a little bit more intellectual with it. <laughs> I just, I had to, I just had but to their get prices, it out there. Their prices I don't are do, insane. Well, and we don't want to lie to you guys because we know we have listeners that don't live in the area that have probably never been, that have maybe thought about going and... We just want to give you the reality. Go to like, Six Flags. Go to Six Flags. Go to Coney. Go to Goni. Fuck, go to the beach. It's across the street from Kings Island. Yeah, because they also have a water park. And that's yeah. a whole separate... Like, you think the water park's a part of it? <laughs> Bitch, you thought. That's a whole separate... Oh, you mean Kings separate, Island? Yeah. Yeah, no. If you have a pass... Well, if you have a pass, you can get in. But if you, if you don't, you have to buy two different tickets. One ticket is for the... Uh, the regular park and the other tickets for the water park, if I remember correctly. They may have changed that. I know if you have the past, you can get in to either one of them. I just hope a lot of companies, after all this shit is said and done, start to rethink some of their practices when it comes to prices. Well, they're going to have to rethink their prices anyway. It's price gouging. Because it's price gouging. It is. And they know it. They know it. You're going to a Cedar Park park, so they're gouging prices, and it's unreal. And that's why I'm saying, I'm saying that specifically for families, because I think what they do for people who have children is absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. You're barely getting by when you have kids and as don't it is. even get started on and the prices of the food. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. And I heard this you gotta movie, buy a movie theater prices. I heard you gotta buy a food pass bullshit. You don't have to. Oh, yeah. I used to get food that's... passes on mine. So the first time I ever bought a pass for an entire like year money. was $215. That was with the food pass. So you get two free meals a day. Um, and then you get in the park for free. Now, if you go a lot, it pays for itself. Yeah. But, like, the year, the first year that I bought it, I went to Kings Island probably 10 to 15 times. So, it paid for itself. But, I'm one person. Paying $215 for a pass like that, I'm one person. Oh, my God. Also, they let you do payments. But anyway... Kings Island is actually haunted. They have a haunt. Not sorry, open. sorry that turned into a shit on Kings Island. That did not mean to turn into a shit on Kings Island. I did just jump on my old fogey, but like back in my day, you used to be able to bring in outside food, and parking was only five dollars. And yeah, when I the last time I went, when I saw they raised their price. Let me try that again. The last time I went, when they saw they raised their parking to twenty. 20- Minimum, minimum park prac pracking. Minimum pracking. Look, can't even talk. She's so mad. It's twenty dollars. <laughs> yep. Bitch, that should be a how much it is to get in. So you're getting raped before you've even parked your fucking car. Yeah. There was when I went and I saw how much parking was. I almost turned over. <laughs> I was like, I already paid for the fucking ticket. God damn it. <laughs> it was fifty. Mm-hmm. It was fifty dollars by the time I even got in. I was like, but blue ice cream. Now listen. I'm going to tell you all a little story about this blue ice cream that Kings Island has. Okay. It's still not worth all that money, but go ahead about your blue ice cream. It's not, but oh my God. 
when I had the pass, I would literally go just to get the ice cream. I mean, I got in for fucking free. There was one day I had a really bad day at work. I called my mom and I said, I'm going to be late coming home. <laughs> I'm going to Kings Island for a cone. <laughs> and I went to Kings Island and got myself some blue ice cream, enjoyed it, and left. Now, it was I like, can't relate. It was an overpriced any... $10 ice cream cone, I but it was great. I can't relate to any part of that story, but I'm glad in that moment. You're like, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> can't relate. Good for you. <laughs> and inside she's going, This motherfucker's crazy. What the fuck like, is she? Um, do- um, I don't even know. <laughs> so guys, <laughs> that wraps up our list that we had of haunted locations that were or haunted Halloween attractions that were actually haunted. Like we had said some I'm actually more- really glad Kings Island was and I came up with that out of the blue. Shit all I came up with that out of the blue too, because I was like, oh yeah, King's Island's actually haunted too. Becca's over here like, fuck King's Island! Oh my <laughs> god, I didn't even mean for it to turn into that. Oh Jesus. Oh, it's so funny. I just miss I am like, I miss how King's Island used to be. That used to be my favorite place. I I used to love it so much. I have a lot of Really amazing childhood memories from. I have a, I have a lot of. I have a lot. I remember, and I'll for some never reason, let like those go. going there and it taking fucking forever because I just wanted to be oh, yeah. there. Yeah, especially from where I live. Yeah, it seemed like it took for fun. Like, we have to get on the highway to get there. And that was before one twenty nine. When you were a, a kid, too. when you were a kid, if you had to get on the highway to go anywhere, you literally thought you were going across the country, and it yeah. was just like an hour away. Like, and I look back even, at it now, and I'm like, it only takes like fifteen minutes like, to get here. Oh like, my what God. the fuck? Um, and guys also, so like, I'm really dating myself, but like when I, like when I used to go to Kings, like Hanna-Barbera land was still a thing. The Bam Bam, the Bam Bam bumper cars were still there. I love the Bam Bam bumper cars. So I'm like, yeah. Do you remember when it was the runaway, runaway Reptar? Or is that my generation? That was your generation. But yes, I do remember. That was my first real roller coaster. So Hanna Bar- it that. Hanna Barbera Land is what Nickelodeon became, which oh, is what okay. Peanuts later became. Wow. That was all Hanna Barbera Land back when I was a kid. It was always Nickelodeon for me, so I, I yeah, have no memory of no. that. You would walk in, and there was a big Fred Flintstone and a big Dino, and it said Hanna Barbera Land. Wait a minute. And it was all. Wait a minute. You just dug up a memory. Did I? I like. I got deep in there, didn't I? Whoa! Yeah. See, you, I remember was, all you, of it that. Was Dino. The Dino. Yep. I have a picture with him. Yep. You dug up. Oh, a I memory. know you do. Every kid does. I know. There's there's one out there with me. Y'all listen. She dug up a memory from when I was a literal fucking infant. I well, don't even like. Because the whole thing, it was all. It, see, Hanna Barbera must have owned some of that. Because the whole thing with the with the parking. That's why me and my husband still joke if we're in like a big parking lot, like we're parked in Jabberjaw Five. Because that's that's the way Kings Island used to do their parking. They, they were Hanna Barbera like characters. There was like Jabberjaw and uh, what was the exit stage right? That guy, like all oh, the yeah. all the all the old Hanna Barbera characters 
were the names of where you would where you would park at. Now it's names of rides. Oh, it is okay. Like Face Off, Diamondback. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, it's not Face Off anymore. It's in Vertigo. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> um, and Top Gun is a Top Gun. It's the Bat. Yeah. See what? See, I didn't even know all this. Well. It used to be Top Gun, and then it went to the bat, and then it changed to something else, too. See, I even remember when it wasn't but Top But they still gun. have the Top Gun flag, and, like, the... I'm like, y'all could... It was called something totally different back in the day. It When I... Yeah, it wasn't even called Top Gun. They still have Flight like, of Fear, but it's not, I don't think it's called something, Flight something, of Fear something. anymore. Yeah, no. The racers don't exist anymore. Well, well, because it was Flight of Fear because it was the Outer Limits Flight of Fear. Right. And Outer Limits is Paramount. Right. So they had to get rid of that name. Right. The racers, I don't know if it's called the racers, but the backwards racer does not exist anymore. Nope. See, that was me. That was always a, see, that was always my thing when I was a kid. You would go on the frontwards one. You get off, you get in line for the backwards one, and then you get off, and then you get in line for the frontwards one, and then you get off, and you get in line for the backwards one. That is how you ended every trip to Kings Island, and they don't even fucking do that shit anymore. Well, the Vortex is gone now. Oh, the Vortex did my fucking head in. I couldn't. I'm actually really glad they did, though, because... Jesus. I, 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 that was probably why my neck is so fucked up. Is that was my years first... Years Vortex. That was my first real roller coaster. And holy lord. Yeah. Well, they that took it out mine. because if you were standing next to it and they went by, if you really watched the track, yeah, it moved. Well, eventually like it at was some shifting. point. Okay, so you do know that Kings Island is built on a bed of limestone. At some point, oh, yeah. Kings Island is going to fall into a giant fucking sinkhole. Yeah. So do you remember the stand-up roller coaster that was there back in the day? Firehawk? No. This was King Cobra. Oh, So I'm going yeah. way, You're going way the okay. fuck back. That's I why I'm saying that, I'm dating myself. Uh, <laughs> does King, anyone remember the two Raider ride? King Cobra. They took <clears throat> that out because it was actually sinking. It was tilting. So that's why that's they had to safe. get that's why they had to get rid of it. And that was the stand-up fucking coaster. So yeah, they had to get rid of it. But uh yeah, at some point, because like we said, where the Peter Cartridge Gunpowder Factory is, you've got the Great Miami, and anywhere that there's river and water, you've got bedrock of limestone. So that is all enriched in that area, Mason. So at one point in the future, it's all just going to fall in one big place. Couldn't happen to a better place. I, 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 I can make your bedrock. <laughs> I, I, I can make your bed rock, girl. I can make your bed rock. I love it. All right, guys. So next week, we will be talking about gin. Mm-hmm. Also known as genies. Yeah, this was the previous cryptid episode we were supposed to discuss, and I am very happy. Uh, this is going to be this. awesome. This is going to be a fun one. I didn't find out about gin until the 90s movie Wishmaster, which I highly suggest everybody watch it's amazing it's got robert kurtzman directed it and if you don't know who robert kurtzman is get your life together um and it has a million horror cameos in it like first five seconds of the movie robert england's in it so if that doesn't sell it for you i don't know what does but tony todd makes a cameo kane hodder makes a cameo like it's got all the horror cameos what about in my it. man and it's about i don't think brant's in it oh, i don't 
so I'm gonna watch it again anyway. I need to watch so, it. Um, it's on Tubi. Oh, both so free. So there you go Tubi, for everybody. Tubi's got some good shit. Tubi <laughs> turns it out. I'm I'm pretty happy with that ad. I will I deal am. with the ads. I don't, I don't even care. Fuck. They're not that. Look, I still have cable, so and I'll honestly, deal with I still ads. see ads as a moment for me to go pee. Exactly. It's a nice. I don't have to pause it. I can go pee. I can go get my get water. Get up and run to the fridge real quick and come back <laughs> grab a snack. Yeah, so it's on Tubi, but I've yeah, I love Wishmaster, but that's how I found out about the origin of the gin, and it is an incredible origin story. It dates way back in Persia and gets into gods and demons and all that shit. Like it's it's dope, and essentially it's the foundation of the origins of the genie. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Because as a kid, I mean, Genie was Aladdin. Like, yep. genies were genies were cool. Three but, wishes. But these are not, no. They're no, not nice. No, not no. at all. They're not nice. And Don't they're not like cool. And they're terrifying. No. Terrifying. No. But yes, I highly recommend everybody watch uh, Wishmaster. Please don't watch the sequels. Please. Robert Kurtzman didn't direct the sequels. He had nothing to do with them. And they are really, 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 really bad. Especially the last one. Because it's just like Hell House LLs. It's Hell House 3 ends. Remember me telling you? Yeah, I still haven't watched it because of that reason. I'm fine. I don't need to. Did I, t- I told you that last wish mess. I was like, it's, it's Hell House 3. You're like, no. And I was like, yes. I was like, oh God. So on <laughs> Sunday, I'll say this and then we'll wrap it up. But on Sunday, um, I did a little live with uh, Three Geeks podcast, and they did uh, Wizard of Oz like turn it into a horror movie. But before they did that, they said pick three god awful movies that you would have in um, for the worst movie. What is that word I'm looking for? Festival. For the worst movie festival in the world. And I said, well, of course, I picked horror because. So I said, um, number three would be Slenderman. Because, because. Number two is The Chosen. And I said, number one is The Turning. (laughs) I would die in that festival i'd be like get me out of here i'd be like if if i'm not forced to stay i'm leaving <laughs> I'm like, am i getting paid am i getting paid to watch do this i have bullshit? to then i'm out because like, like people will here. ask me they're like oh well after i watch haunting of blind manor i want to go watch the turn no and i'm like no don't, no don't. no read turn of the screw if you're a reader after you watch blind manor read Turn of the screw. Do not watch the turning. You will thank me. I always tell people that I'm like, Bly Manor did much better than the turning did by a fucking long and like shot. I said, coming from someone who read the story. Go watch the movie The Others. The Others is actually uh, based off of Turn of the Screw too. It's a, oh, it's so good. And The Others is incredible. It's so okay, guys, my dad is not a horror movie person at all, and he loves that movie like it's about the anytime we ever get on the topic of horror it's about the only thing i can keep his attention because he genuinely really loved that movie it's great it's fantastic so the others and blind manor yes but 
I don't know why I brought that up. I just thought about it. I was like, oh yeah, horror festivals that are absolutely fucking terrible. And then one of the guys mentioned Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, and I got really mad. I was like, that's besides Force Awakens? That's actually my favorite Star Wars. I mean, I mean, but whatever. I don't know about the worst. Uh, Attack of the Clones. Ooh, yeah. Easily. Easily. Attack of the Clones. Oh my God. Not to mention his motherfucking braid the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) That braid. Can we talk that about braid, that braid? That braid is right up there <laughs> with Courtney Cox's bangs in Scream 3. Josh Hartnett's And hair. Josh Hartnett's... I was getting there. And Josh Hartnett's fucking cow lick. H2O. Actually, Girl, basically anything he, he had it in H2O. He had it in the faculty. In the faculty. Josh Hartnett's... Calic survived the 90s. It, like, it made it into fucking everything. Why in the world did he keep his hair and like then that? Finally, it was he just, it was just I'm like, telling you, somebody said something. They were like, yo. <laughs> Help. Somebody finally pulled him aside and said, yo. I'm gonna tell you. You know what would make you really cute? He had a real friend that day. Because a, re- a real friend would tell you, Josh. Joshua, I'm going to use your full birth name. I'm going to need you to do something about your hair, do bro. Because I don't. You look like you're about no. to take off. Take these broken wings. Like, yeah, you literally have wings. Don't go on a runway. You've been you fucking taking off. You don't need a Red Bull. You got them. They're right there. I can see someone now using that as a Oh my god, there's so we could do so many the wing puns or just there's so many of them. I'm like a bird. <laughs> oh, I really like this one. I do too. Alright guys, so uh our socials. If you want to give us a follow, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure to go check out that link like we told you about. Go buy some gay shit, cause gay shit is the best shit. Ooh. Gay shit is the best shit. I like that. I like that. Gay shit is the best shit. Um, I just, my brain was like, ah, you came up with a great thing. Now we're done. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> um, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all that don't fuck with the original. Right now, Facebook is don't F with the original because it's not letting me change the name back to fuck because Facebook. So... As long as you type in don't with the apostrophe and put F with the original, you'll find it. Um, Of course, we are on iTunes, Spotify, and Google. Give us a a rating. Give us a hey. Give us a uh, follow, a subscribe. You always know when we post new episodes. I'm pretty sure this is our 90th episode, and that's really fucking crazy. Um, So make sure to do that. Give us a review, and we will definitely see you guys next week. And happy fucking halloween happy halloween guys please be safe um be safe please wear a mask wear a mask this is literally the Um, season to wear a mask yeah like (laughs) this is the best time to wear a mask um but please wear a mask please be safe um and also just a friendly reminder it is too late to mail in ballots you need to vote in person or you need to take your ballot to a drop box. Okay?
please, everybody, do not mail in your ballots right now. It is too late. It is way past the cutoff point. You need to show up in person or you need to drop it off at the appropriate ballot box. Please vote and please wear a mask. And we are two different people on that front because she put she voted by mail i'm voting in person yeah so i didn't get mine in in time and that's fine it's okay i'm gonna go vote in person then, then go there there is no excuses. i have no problem going in person absolutely none i actually have it scheduled when i'm going so fuck go, donald go trump. vote nigga fuck donald trump i thought you said <laughs> vote donald trump hell i was about to throw no, you out bitch. the window you'd be like she's a pod person <laughs> Oh my god, she's a lizard. (laughs) Oh my god, they're real. (laughs) Throws everything on the ground and just leaves. Okay, love you guys. Alright guys, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye!